from Birdie. This is the podcast about the biggest beauty and wellness trends. Where they originate, who made them popular, and why we all jumped on board. Birdie presents Tell Me More. Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> This is Birdie Presents Tell Me More. This is the podcast that dissects the newest trends from the inside out. We give the context, history, and health information behind the trends we care about. I'm Dr. Jessica Shepard, board-certified OBGYN and the chief medical officer for Very Well Health. I'm Hallie Gould, senior editorial director at Birdie. On this episode of the pod, we talk about how to take a timeless approach to makeup when trends can move oh so quickly. How can our approach to makeup help us feel comfortable, natural, and confident in our own skin? To help us answer that question, we talked to Olivia Shantakai. She's the creative director and co-founder of Shantakai, the luxury botanical skincare and cosmetics brand. Olivia co-founded Shantakai with her mother in 1998, and they were ahead of the curve. The ultimate goal has always been to soothe and heal the skin while enhancing its beauty without causing sensitivity or inflammation. Shantakai creates products that help you feel effortlessly beautiful. Decades later, there's so much emphasis on what's in or not in a product and how it feels as you apply it to your skin. Since 2006, Shantakai has launched 29 philanthropy collections and has donated 3 million to causes that protect our coral reefs, wolves, gorillas, elephants, bees, and more of the world's most endangered species and spaces. Hi, Olivia. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. Hi, Hallie. Hi, Jessica. Thank you so much for having me today. Thank you so much for coming on. So Shantakai products are staples for people who want a skin-first look. Your mother is French and you spent some time living in France when you were younger. How has a French approach to makeup influenced your personal taste? Absolutely, yes. My parents are French. My mother's from Paris. My father's from Bordeaux. We grew up spending a lot of time over there with our relatives. And the French beauty aesthetic was really instilled in me throughout my life. And French women always want to look like themselves, but better, very natural, very healthy. The focus is really on fresh natural skin. And we wanted to create products that could give every woman that look and that feel and really focusing on a very natural look. Like if they woke up looking that way, right? The no makeup makeup look, which has become such a big trend right now. But when we first started our line, it basically did not exist. No products on the market were giving you that. Everything was very thick, very cakey, very matte, very heavy. You could always see sort of that line at the jawline of where the makeup ended. And totally. <laughs> and so we wanted to create something that really felt like your skin, but better. The whole idea was that we were going to get to there 80% was skincare and then 20% was makeup. And we were the first line to really create hybrid products where there was a lot of skincare sort of baked into the makeup products. So things were good for you and give you that foundation, skincare, feel, and look. That's such incredible foresight because I do feel like it's such a huge trend right now to have those hybrid products, like skincare products that also have aesthetic value and vice versa. So that's incredible to talk about. We launched our Future Skin Foundation in 1999, which now feels really a long time ago. <laughs> but back then, that was 60% water. It was this really new technology that we discovered in Japan that was a hybrid gel formula that was really calming and soothing for the skin. And we wanted it packed with natural botanicals like aloe, chamomile, arnica to really calm irritation and soothe your skin while adding rosemary and green tea and rice bran to really help with oxidation. 
And that has become such an iconic product for us. And even today, it's still very, very popular. For example, the makeup artist Donnie Davy on the set of Euphoria has been using only our foundation on the actors because she wants them to look like themselves. And so that's really sort of refocused and re-energized our future skin and shown how relevant it is still today, which is exciting and interesting to see that. Absolutely. That's really cool. Now, I love that you brought in the French influence into this line. I have a shameless plug. I'm Canadian, but I won't, oh, I won't bore you with my French because <laughs> it probably does not sound as sophisticated and refined as you. As someone who is a little bit more mature and older now, I remember going through those phases of having a little bit heavier makeup. I really appreciate you had kind of the predecessor or the predicate rather to what we're seeing now in the beauty industry. But we do see that consumers are engaged with the ingredients and in the products now. How do you as a creative director approach ingredients? You spoke a little bit about what was in the products and how they're infused and why you did that. How do you approach products now that you are ahead of the curve and technology that you are seeing coming down the line? That's a very good question. And it's wonderful to hear how many different industries are really focusing on wellness and health on a holistic level and not just on a surface level, which is really great to hear. Uh, And the Canadians, I feel, are always much more into that too. Well, I'll I'll go ahead and say that they are too. That's that shameless plug again. Anything that's Canadian, (laughs) I'm going to be like, yes, yes. So for ingredients, we're always trying to find and source the best ingredients that we can find. And we work with many different labs around the world that we have found to be sort of the best at what they do. We don't go to one place only to get our products, to get our ingredients to formulate. And we find that the best ingredients usually deliver better results. And since my mother and I created this line selfishly for ourselves, first of all, we wanted to be able to create the best products we could create. (laughs) We have discovered that there are certain ingredients that can be used that are very harmonious with your skin. And we've been very fortunate to work with a lab that is specifically focused on plant stem cell research. And they have discovered incredible new plant stem cells that really work with your own skin and boost your own skin's natural ability to heal. And we were the first line to launch a skincare product with plant stem cells in it. And we have personally found that when we look at skin and skin aging, we realize that irritation and anything that disturbs or disrupts the skin can increase the aging process. So we always wanted to create products that were soothing, healing, and then protecting. So that was the three sort of tenets to every product that we ever create. And we sort of approached the premise that everybody at this point in our lives with everything going on in the environment has sensitive skin to some degree, and they're going to be irritated or react to something out there, whether it's the water, whether it's the food, whether it's the pollution in the air. So we really wanted to start first foot forward with products that are very soothing and calming. And we found tremendous results with the plant stem cells that we've been working with. And the first one that we worked with was an apple stem cell that we realized was incredibly powerful in antioxidants. They had found this apple up in the mountains of Switzerland. And when they would harvest the apple and they would leave it on their table, you know, to to eat it later, they realized that it would not age over many days. It would take it a long time for it to sort of start to rot and mold. And they realized there was something almost strange about these apples. They're like, what's going on? So they started to study it more and more in depth and realized that this specific type of apple 
had very, very powerful antioxidant properties to it. And they were like, how could we possibly use this power for skin and for skincare? And so little by little, after many tries, we were able to to harvest this. And what's also interesting about plant stem cells that we're very excited about, because we're also always thinking about sustainability and the earth and sort of the bigger picture of the future, is that plant stem cells are not only the most potent and effective for your skin, but also they are the most sustainable. I love that you have the pillars of how you approach the products before you start to develop them. We do see from a skin cell perspective that potential antioxidant and anti-inflammatory benefits really do have a beneficial effect on restorative factors and regenerative factors that our skin has, and it's enhancing that. So people need to pay attention to the skincare and makeup ingredients uh, that they use due to not only sensitive skin, but also nourishing the foundation of our skin so that in the future, also known as age, uh, as you mature and your skin loses some of that collagen and that elastin, that you really do have some good fundamentals in the base of your skin that's going to create some longevity benefits to your skin and allowing it to be hydrated when you decrease in your hyaluronic acid and your collagen as you age. How do you particularly recommend people approach skincare products if they have, say, sensitive skin? Right. So my skin is highly sensitive for whatever reason. (laughs) I guess I was meant to be in this industry. (laughs) And I find that I am often the barometer for testing products, even for the most fickle of our customers. I am always the one that has to try everything. And when we're working with the lab, we usually go through several rounds and we test everything over and over again. And it's very important to us that the products are very soothing and calming and healing and supporting the skin. I think the body naturally wants to heal itself. It's designed that way. And so if we only give it some help, some support, some encouragement, it'll do what it's designed to do naturally and kind of sort of try to stay out of its way a little bit. We're like our skin's parents. (laughs) Yes, yes, exactly. (laughs) Only in our 20s, we're not that responsible with it. No, no. (laughs) There were irresponsible parents. (laughs) Right, right. Beauty trends move so quickly, and I love that Chantikai feels very timeless and classic year after year. How do you, as creative director, take inspiration from trends, but keep everything timeless? That is a very good question. So I was thinking about this because actually I'm already working on collections for 2024. So I'm already a few years ahead, which is interesting to think that way. So when it comes to looking at trends or looking at what's coming down the runway, for me, that's already done. I've already created those collections for spring 2023. Yeah. They're being produced now. So I kind of sort of have to look ahead and think more about the general state of the world and what's happening and what people are gravitating towards. And we're very motivated by nature, by the world around us, by flowers, by the women that we work with and live with every day. Totally. And also by needs. Like, That is really sort of the fundamental motivator behind what we create. It's what do we really truly need? What is going to make our lives better and happier and our skin better and happier? So we're really looking forward in advance. So we're almost part of the trend setting, which is fun and exciting. Yeah, a true tastemaker. And I think with everything that's been going on in the world, it's also been really interesting to see what's happening and how much, you know, our culture has changed in the last couple of years with COVID and people really wanting to connect to something that's like real and true 
and important. And I think that that's only put more sort of motivation and emphasis on the other side of our company, which is the philanthropy side of the brand, which is also very important to us and very exciting and a great source of inspiration and passion in my family. Absolutely. That's only growing and growing too. So we're seeing makeup trends boomerang back to the 90s and Y2K eras. Have you seen an increase in interest in these trends? Everyone keeps talking about this. And like for me, I, I guess I'm like so old. I'm like, wait, that doesn't feel like that was so long ago. I do remember like all these TV shows, like Ally McBeal and everything else. Everybody had the same makeup on. And I was convinced that there was one makeup artist that would go around to all the different sets and use the same exact eyeshadow on everybody. There probably was, now that yeah. I think about it. <laughs> it probably was, right? <laughs> And it was really focused on these like earth tones and sort of browns and almost like ochre shades, a palette of emphasized neutrals, but not, not like today. I think today's new version of that is sort of a healthier version of it with more of a glow, more of a natural finish. I think back then the pigments and the textures were not the same as they are today. Totally. As we evolve and as our awareness evolves, luckily the formulations and the pigments are changing. The pigments are much more natural looking, look more like your skin and feel more like your skin. Whereas back then you could see the makeup sitting on your skin. Absolutely, yeah. Very, very different. Even talking about Ally McBeal, like those makeup looks felt so like chalky. Like it would be the same shades, but it just like didn't move with your skin. Mm -hmm. And obviously there was like shimmer or glitter, but there was no like dew or glow. Mm-hmm. Which is so funny that you say it because I was like, I liked my chalked look. I mean, now <laughs> I don't, but back then it was... Back then it was great. It was great because I felt like it was, you didn't have to wear like a very loud color. So I was like, oh, I can embrace this. But now looking back at it, it didn't radiate your skin. It didn't show any depth to your actual skin texture and tone. Mm-hmm. That's true. Those pigments back then, they weren't elastic. They weren't flexible like they are today. So they weren't working and moving with your skin, your expression. And like you said, exactly, they just sort of sat on top, flat. And I think that this is where we have moved in you know, makeup and beauty really allows people who do have certain inflammatory skin issues, rosacea, possibly any marks from, I guess you can say maybe acne. We have sort of embraced this ability for beauty to, you can show up how you are. Mm -hmm. And so that's important for people who have had years of scrutiny from other people and how they feel about themselves in a confidence fashion to really embrace themselves and their skin for whatever they may be going through. And then also using products that are restorative and actually helping their skin from the bottom up. So that's amazing. It's true. I think people have really sort of owned their skin and whatever they're going through in that moment. And there's not shame attached to having a breakout or something like that. I think it's much more common and people are comfortable talking about it. Whereas before it was so taboo. And now I feel like we're talking about all the time, especially in the products that we're creating. We just launched a new oil-free balancing fluid, which is designed to really help your skin balance itself out no matter what's going on. So here we're talking about conversations for younger skin tones where they may be experiencing acne and breakouts. And then other people who might be experiencing maskne, you know, from wearing a mask all the time and having breakouts. And then also talking about 
maybe women of a certain age who might be going through menopause and who are also having hormonal you know, imbalances or that time of the month. And all these conversations of a few years ago were like, oh gosh, please don't talk about that. you know. And mm-hmm. now it's like, yes, we're going to talk about that. Yes, it's an issue for a lot of people and for men also. Men have breakouts from shaving and irritation. So this is a product that's like talking about these things that were considered maybe not something you wanted to talk about or address. And it was sort of very quiet and, <laughs> and sort of figured out yourself and put on some concealer. But now we have this thing and it's this new product and it's really addressing the skin's microbiome, which I think is going to become a big trend going forward. And we don't realize that our skin and our gut are so linked. And so we're talking about like probiotics and postbiotics and prebiotics for your gut. But now, hello, it's also the same things going on in your skin. So we are really excited to be launching this new skincare item now with these ingredients that help to balance that. Yeah, so it's it's really exciting. And those are the types of things that are interesting. I feel like the fun thing about our industry is that with new technology and new discoveries in ingredients, there's always like a new frontier and new developments. And as our lives and our needs change, we're able to address those. Like we were one of the first companies to really identify pollution damage to skin and create products for that or blue light damage. And so it's really exciting and fun to see that, you know, as we realize that things are damaging or needs, we're able to find ingredients that are, can really help with that. Absolutely. I think it's thrilling. I think it's super cool. I am so glad you brought up the microbiome. Like I got all nerdy when you said that uh, because it was <laughs> Yay, a huge you. kind of outbreak of, no pun intended, of what the microbiome and what gut health really has to do when we think of skin diseases because, you know, you have like 18 feet of bowel and a lot of times we don't pay attention to what our gut health is. So this is your kind of health note to remind people to make sure they really take note of what they put in their bodies and what they consume, not only through their skin, but also just what they eat because the microbiome is a key indicator for your immune system. 18 feet of bowel is shocking. Right. (laughs) Shoved into your abdomen, right? That is the scariest thing I've heard in a while. (laughs) She's like, I didn't hear anything else after that. (laughs) I'm still thinking about that 18 feet of bowel. So after a short break, Olivia tells us about the natural spaces that inspire her the most. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. What makes something to you feel classic, but not dated in 2022 or even in 2023 as you look forward to creating new products and new formulas? And where do you look for inspiration? I know you talked about it's really about need. But as you kind of discuss these new frontiers of ingredients and science and how do you find those things? How do you start them? How do you find the inspiration to kind of like be the first or discover something or include an ingredient that you haven't before? That's a really good question. I think 
back to our previous conversation, a lot of is it a gut instinct, no pun intended, but it's a feeling that you get. And I'm so incredibly lucky that I was able to do this with my mother. My mother is such an incredible pioneer and visionary, and she senses and feels and understands things that are coming before anybody knows that it's coming. And mm-hmm. it's it's always been a wild ride to work with her because you're on this adventure, almost like a roller coaster. And she's always taught me to really listen to your inner voice and to sort of be quiet and listen to what's going on and absorb that information, digest it. And then from there, your little inner voice will tell you what's happening and what people need. And I think that's really important. And also really looking to nature. I think nature is just such a perfect system and it's all designed so beautifully to work together in harmony. And humans are unfortunately sometimes the disruptors. So we have to sort of see through that and see, you know, mm-hmm. what is what is happening out there? What can we learn from that? And we're always inspired by the flowers, by animals, by nature, by the women around us, by our gardens. I mean, our first philanthropical collection was really inspired by the pollinators and the butterflies that my mother had noticed in her garden had disappeared one summer and there were no more pollinators. And she really wanted to understand what's going on. Why is this happening? You know, she she knew that pollinators were vital for our food, for our flowers, for all that. And, um, and so that's really how it started, just sort of being aware of what's happening in your backyard and then sort of expanding from that need too. Absolutely. Um, in that same vein, how does Shantikai combine your passion for the environment with protecting the environment? There's so many ways I can talk about this. Um, well, first of all, we use so many natural ingredients in our products and we always want to give back to nature as sort of a thank you for letting us use all these incredible ingredients. And if we took a leap, we sort of merged our two loves of makeup and the environment and plants and animals. And we created makeup collections, beauty products that were not only inspired by these beautiful ingredients or causes, but also gave back to them. And nobody was really doing that in our industry. And we thought, let's just try and see what happens. At the time, the lab that we were working with for, for makeup products was just starting to create these beautiful molds that you could imprint on a powder or an eyeshadow or a cheek color. So you could create this beautiful design. Whereas before makeup products were always just flat mm-hmm. with nothing on there. So we were able to create almost these beautiful jewel-like works of art that were inspired by, let's say the butterfly or the elephant or the lion or all these different beautiful causes and make something that was so special. And customers really responded to that. They were so excited about it. And then it also created a point of conversation, something to talk about with the customer. And we always said, you know, we have such an amazing connection with our customer because we're literally in their bathroom with them every day with our products. And so we have that connection with them and we're able to create a community. And a lot of times the products, women have said to us that they will buy two, one to keep and save and not touch and one to actually use. That's sweet. Which is really nice. So you're buying it and we're donating 5% of the proceeds to the cause, which I think helps, makes it easier. We've been so excited to be doing the philanthropy collections for 16 years. And I can't believe we've created 58 products and worked with 34 different organizations that we keep going back to and planted over 130,000 trees. And it's only growing and expanding. And I think it's really wonderful that other brands are also doing important things like that. 
and really focusing on creating more vegan products and obviously no animal testing. I mean, that's just like not even an option anymore. And just really focusing on things that are really pro the environment and nature around us, because that only benefits all of us at the end of the day. We're all connected. We're all on this planet together. And it's all about figuring out how we can live in harmony with nature and the animals around us and not in conflict. Harmony and balance and joy is like so wonderful. Yeah. You've given me even some insight into how nature and how we can appreciate the earth more just every day in our small little thoughts and how we move, even when we're approaching our skincare and our beauty is to appreciate the earth. It's time for the birdie cues. These are three rapid fire questions we love to ask all of our guests. And it's so rapid, you don't even have time to think about the answer. You just got to shoot it out there. Oh, gosh. Okay. This rapid fire question is three words that inspire your approach to beauty right now. Healthy, natural, happy. That was great. I like that. I could use that as a tagline. I love it. What's a trend you want to bring back? Oh, I never want to bring back anything. I just want to keep moving (laughs) forward. (laughs) I mean, that's a great answer too. Yeah, keeping it moving. And the last one is, what's a part of your beauty or wellness routine that you do just for you? That I do just for me? Oh, probably petting my my animals and spending time with them. (laughs) That's sweet. Yes, well, thank you. Thank you so much, Olivia. This was so fun. Thank you for taking the time to talk with us. Thank you both. I had the best time. That's all for this episode of Birdie Presents Tell Me More. I'm Dr. Jessica Shepard. I'm Hallie Gould. Follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. We'd love your feedback. So please rate this podcast and leave us a review. You can also find us online at birdie.com slash podcast. And make sure to come back next Thursday for our newest episode. Birdie Presents Tell Me More is produced by Birdie with Very Well Health in partnership with Pod People. Special thanks to our production team at Dot Dash Meredith.